Welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com. Thank you for joining me, guys. Thank you for the great feedback I had on my Risk Averse podcast last time out. Um, yeah, blown away, actually, by the response. And I think it just goes to show, doesn't it, how so many of us are in the same mindset when we become traders. And uh, yeah, I think it's exciting, actually, that BetfairTradingCommunity.com is actually starting to be able to take people along that journey of going from beginner to pro and actually seeing the results, you know, a few years on of, of so many people's success. But what I want to talk about today is something, and it is relevant to that, which is why I bring that up. You will look back on your losses today fondly. Okay, losses you have had, especially in the beginning of your Betfair training, you will look upon those fondly in a few years' time. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, oh, that Martin, he's always seemed a bit crazy. I think he's finally lost it right now. <laughs> and you might not be wrong. But no, what I'm saying here is that you will never be able to feel this in the moment. When you have a bad loss, or as I prefer to call it, a learning experience, it never feels good. Right, so it never feels good at the time. I mean, I remember a lot of my losses from, you know, 10 years ago plus, right? It's funny because I don't remember a lot of my wins. I don't remember the big wins. I just don't remember them, right? I mean, I could not tell you what they were on. I could not tell you any. I can tell you the losses. I remember one particular, I lost three grand on a bloody Dutch second division game betting on a team, I think, because they were top of the league and I thought they'd win. That kind of rubbish logic <laughs> that has no real analysis to it. But it's commonplace because, remember, 10 years ago, there was nothing like BetfairTradingCommunity.com. I mean, even now, we've, we've got a few kind of rival services that have tried to mimic what we do, but they don't really come to close to giving that personal experience of training traders. You know, most of my time on BetfairTradingCommunity.com, I'm a tutor. I'm tutoring traders. That's what I do. Um, that wasn't a role I expected, particularly when I joined BetfairTradingCommunity.com. But it's one that has come about because of the need. And that's what we're here for. We're here to fulfill your needs. We're here to actually help you on your journey to becoming a trader. And actually, it's very rewarding. You know, teaching is a very rewarding vocation. And that's essentially a lot of what I do um, on BetfairTradingCommunity.com. But I remember my losses much more than my wins. But now I look back on them fondly. Because I kind of laugh. It's funny because, I, I mean, I, I think I said to Roz, you know, because obviously we had no training and, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing. I said to Roz, yeah, I think I probably lost about 10 grand before I started becoming a profitable trader. And Roz was stunned. And there was a time where if I'd said those words, I wouldn't have been able to really get them out of my mouth very well. It would have been so harrowing, right? 10 grand's a lot of money, especially when you're in your early 20s. It's a hell of a lot of money. Um, and the funny thing is that I look back on that fondly. Because if you ask me today, Martin, you can go back 10 years, would you just change it? Would you not lose that 10? I say, no, no way. I learned so many things from those losses that I needed to learn. 
And that's what makes me and has made me the trader. And not just the trader, but the person I am today. Okay? My attitude is so, so different. It's night and day to how it was back then. And I'm proud of that. Right? Because it's not some sub story I've had to tell anyone. It's not something that I've gone and gone, oh, look at me to other people. It's something I went through, came out the other side and beat and beat to death. Right? I beat it to death. Some people say to me, Martin, I chase losses. Will I ever be able to change? Yes, of course you can. It's, it, I think that the chasing losses is a sign of the addiction. And I think we've got to remember how many people crack addiction, right? How many people can hold, you know, look at food. Food is one of the best examples of this. Where how many people have got into shape and lost weight when they've really wanted to? And how many people have tried but never really did it? And, you know, how much did they really want it? Think about it, right? When the people fail who fail who've tried to do that, most of the time, because they don't want it enough. And they give in. They don't have the, they don't bother learning the discipline. You can learn to be disciplined, right? That's why in like Japanese culture and Chinese culture, so these things about disciplining, you know, all the kind of martial arts and things. And you think, why are they so focused on that? They're almost more interested in the discipline than the actual fighting. Well, there's power in discipline and it can be taught. I mean, I think that's the most important thing to mention. It can be taught. If it, if it couldn't, why would you bother teaching your children discipline? If, if this stuff can't be taught, if you can't change, why do you bother trying to change? Why do you ever bother talking to anyone, right? I think we all know we've been on a journey in life and we've all changed in a lot of ways and we've all got our own stories, right? But those losses are a big part of my story. I didn't just quit. I wanted to beat the game, right? But also, I didn't just go, oh, well, I've lost that. Let's go and get another few grand and try and win it back again. I went, okay, I'm actually going to beat this, but I'm going to do it properly. I need to go and seek out people who are good at this. I need to go and learn. I need to test things out myself. I need to develop theories that support my strategies. You know, sometimes we get emails and someone will say, I'm thinking of back in nil-nil at seven minutes. Will that be profitable? How the hell would I know? Right? I mean, that's these. we get a lot of these. They're so vague. But the thing is, what? So on every single blanket game, you're not going to do any research. You just want to back nil-nil on seven minutes. No real kind of logic to it. No real... You know, and then you're wondering if it works. You haven't tested it, but, you know, somehow you think I might have that magical knowledge of exactly what minute back in nil-nil might be profitable in every single game. It's funny, isn't it? But that's the kind of logic that a lot of people who struggle on Betfair have, where they don't do the learning, they don't do the education, they don't do any research, and they just kind of create something without a theory. Because there's no theory to that. What's the theory? Oh, well, there's a lot of nil-nils after seven minutes. What? What? Is that your theory? I mean, what's the logic to it? Um, well, after seven minutes, if it's nil-nil, I guess the teams aren't attacking. <laughs> you know, it's like, 
Well, most games are going to be 0-0 at 7 minutes pretty much every single game. So it's going to be a 90% plus chance, I'd imagine, um, of it being 0-0 at 7 minutes. What's your theory behind it? Now, if someone came to me and said, oh, I've got a theory, Martin, because I've tested over 500 games, and what I've found is that the odds drop quicker after 7 minutes. They don't really drop that much in the first 7 minutes, so actually backing 0-0 at 7 minutes is akin to backing at kickoff, and actually the odds drop pretty quickly. I can trade out if there's no goal, and obviously the downside is I'll lose my stake if it loses. Now, there's theory behind that, okay? There's research, there's a hypothesis. This person expects something to happen. He's been studying the markets, or she... Um, they, I guess, they've been studying the markets. And actually, what's incredible is that the two people have got the same, the same outcome, but one has just guessed, and one has taken the guesswork out of it. Now, I did a podcast, a few podcasts ago, talking about taking the guesswork out of things. And this is one of those examples, Okay. So getting theory. I'm so proud that all of my strategies have solid theory behind them. And when I trade them, I believe in the theory because I've tested it. I've worked on it. I've shown it works. It's like science. It's like being in a laboratory. We're the laboratory of Betfair strategies, right? We're testing this stuff out and actually finding that, wow, yeah, there's theory here. The theory suggests it works. You know what? It works. How about that? Right? How about that? An actual theory to your madness. Right? And then you can test the strategy. Now, you might find that the strategy goes totally against your theory. Totally. To the extent you're miles down. Now, hopefully you're testing, so you haven't put any money on. That's my advice to do that. You haven't lost anything, but at the same time, you're like, oh, damn, I really wanted that one to be good, but it wasn't. Well, actually, it was. What? Actually, it was. If you've got a strategy that's losing you money hand over fist, it's a profitable strategy, just not on the side you were on. So if you're backing, lay. If you were laying, back. If you do the opposite and keep forward testing it a bit, You'll make money. If it, because if it really is losing money hand over fist, you're definitely going to make money if you flip the strategy. Definitely. Think about it. Statistically, you have to. I'm not, it's not a debate. It, this isn't some sort of, you know, um, uh, theory. This isn't some sort of just wild theory that I've had. If you are losing money hand over fist on a strategy, do the opposite. Test it forward. And if it's, if it's actually started to do well, then yes. You have found a strategy that will do well, just doing the opposite of what you wanted to do originally. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's funny. I had someone I had someone say to me, hey, but Martin, I don't understand. Your, your filter's set up for something different, but you're trading this. And I went, well, the testing said that this makes a load of money. They're like, yeah, but, but, I don't, but, you, but, but you wanted to do overs. Why are you doing unders? Well, it makes money. Yeah, but... It was an overs one. People get really upset. It really makes me laugh. People get really upset about this. Um, and I always just think, my answer is very, it's very easy. It's very simple. Well, I do the one that makes money. <laughs> right? Why are we on Betfair Trading Community? Dot com. Why are we there? Why are we on Betfair? 
Why do we spend so much of our lives dedicated to this great, great pursuit? This, you know, the hobby that's probably given me the most joy of anything, and tell my wife and kids in my life. Why this pursuit? To make money, right? To beat the game. That's how you beat the game. Yeah. People get upset. Oh, but you know, I thought you were going to do overs, and oh, I know that it's really profitable now you switch to thunders, but that's not what you were trying to do, and. You know, some of your criteria is looking for overs. Yeah, but maybe, maybe my criteria was so set to overs that the bookies just shut the odds in so far that actually unders suddenly became value. You know, that's why we test things. Because it's not as simple as going, well, the last seven games had overs, so this one definitely will. Test it. How are the odds? Is it in the right odds range? Has the back testing shown that this probably will happen? Are you getting a value price? All these things that people don't really consider enough, but actually will change your trading life. And that's the thing. When your trading life does change, and it will, if you do what we say, it will. Right? I can, I can guarantee you that. Um, the one guarantee we've always made people is you will become a better trader. If you follow the steps. It's funny because we get some people, oh, I didn't do very well. And then I'm like, did you do X, Y, and Z? They're like, uh, no. All right. So you didn't. You know that start guide we sent you right from day one? Did you did you read that? No. Did you watch the, the tutorial videos? No. Can you see where I'm going with this? <laughs> you know. Like, do the work. Do the work that needs doing, and then you will become a better trader. This stuff hasn't just been cobbled together. Me and Ryan didn't just randomly go, right, we're going to spend seven years just randomly doing stuff that doesn't make sense and then put it on our site and, you know, we'll train people using that stuff. This is like textbook material. This is like the, you know, those kind of textbooks at uni, if you went to uni, where you had to spend about 80 quid on a book that you know was probably just a lecturer at the university could not sell any of these books anywhere else if he didn't put them on his bloody reading list, right? That's the way it is with trading, yeah? Just study the theory. It doesn't even take that much, to be honest. Watching a video, how hard is it to watch a video? How hard is it to listen to a podcast? I mean, you're doing the right thing if you're listening to a podcast right now, so I clap you. But how many of you in the future might come to me and say, Martin, this didn't work? And I'll say, well, did you do X, Y, and Z, like we said? And you'll say no. And I'll say, well, what do you want me to do about it then? Because I've given you the tools. And that's what you've got to remember. You've been given the tools. Now, this is the thing. This is why you can be so proud when you do come over that hump, when you do come out that other side. And we've seen that happen to so many traders on BetfairTradingCommunity.com. And I think that's what excites me. That's what gets my passion driving. You know, that's what's kept my passion going for these past seven years. And, you know, I'm not going to mention any names here because I haven't spoken to those guys, but you've seen the guys on the forum. You'll know the guys who've done really well, who've been around for years and years. You know, the, uh, the old trustees, the old faithful. Great people, great traders, because they did what they needed to do. They did the theory, they studied, they listened. They listened and they actually took it in. You know, I had a guy... This week on YouTube, I had a strategy that was profitable, but the odds are 1.3. And he just put, oh, backing at 1.3 odds, no thanks. I just thought, so you would, so let me tell you, let, so let's, let's, let's theorize. Let's say your strategy wins, 
90% of the time, we know we need odds around 1.1 to break even at 90% when we're backing. But these are odds are 1.3. So let's say you just bet £10 a time. You're getting £2 expected value per trade. Let's take out commission. You're getting £1.96 per trade expected value on a £10 stake. Not huge stakes. Right? So you do 10 of those a day. It's 19 quid 60. That's nearly 20 quid a day. A day. Right? You wouldn't take that strategy. You would not take that strategy. Let's say you win it nine times, right? It's around 17 quid. So you, you go 17... 17, what is it? 1780, something like that. And you go, no, I wouldn't take that strategy. Why not? Why not? Why wouldn't you take that strategy? There's literally, you're getting expected value. This is what makes me laugh. You have to understand that value matters, right? Odds don't really matter as much as value because odds are t determined by value. Whether you take certain odds should be determined by value, not determined by what odds it is. Imagine if I said, right, I've got a tip here, inside tip, Juventus, they're going to win this weekend against Swasualo, 1.5 odds, it's guaranteed, I know it, I've, it's an inside job, guaranteed, fixed match, and I told you that, people would still turn around to me and go, oh Martin, I can't back it, why not? Uh, 1.5 is too short. Odds on. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, but it's a 100% chance to win. You're getting an expected value of £5 for a £10 stake, which you know can happen. Oh, but 1.5 is too short, isn't it? Too short. You're missing the point of value. See, there's nothing wrong with not backing odds on. I don't have a problem with that, if that's what you want to do. But you can't knock anyone who takes value. I just would never understand that concept. You know, um, I had I had trades before on one of the rival betting exchanges. I'm not going to say what exchange in case they try and take the money back. I've actually bet on races after they finished because they left the market open. I was getting on to like 1.06 on a horse I already knew had won. How many people would actually just go, oh, no, no, 1.06, too short. But I know it's one, right? Okay, this is my point. And you will look back on this stuff when it's funny. You will look back on a journey. The journey is half the fun. I'll leave you with this. Best TV show, well, comedy of all time. Only Fools and Horses. Right? I don't think there's much debate about that. I don't think many people really question that. Absolutely brilliant. The characters, everything, the setting, just top notch. Right? Now, what made it good? Was it that they made the millions in the end? No. It was the journey. The journey was all the fun. The wheeling, the dealing, the scheming, the learn, Everything they did to get to that point. Do you know how I know that for a fact? Because you might go, oh yeah, but I liked it when they made the million. Yeah, we all did. Do you know how I know that, that for a fact that was not the fun part? Because as soon as they made more episodes, when it was demanded, they thought they'd finish. What's the first thing they did? The first thing they did was make them lose the money. Because the show would not have been the same if they had had their dreams all come true already.
Life's a journey, not a destination. Aerosmith said it best. Okay, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it, and I'll be back with another one soon. And make sure you make some money on Betfair this week.